Hi, my name is Jessica and welcome to the love of beauty. And with me is Michael. Hi, Michael. Hi, Jessica. Season two. We did it. (laughs) (laughs) We completed our whole first season. We, uh, took a break uh, for yes. for the holidays and uh, it is now spring and we are back for season two. Bringing so. right back into it. Yeah. I'm <laughs> so, uh, you know, I think like looking back at a lot of what we talked about um, in the first season and I think maybe even just like what we set out to do when we decided to do the podcast and mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had started planning it actually before COVID and then COVID hit. And then we were like, you know what, let's just do it anyway. And um, I I feel good about it. I think that we, I look back and I listen to old episodes and I'm honestly so proud of like what we were able to cover um, because last year was such a huge year for beauty, but just in the world, there was so much that happened. I mean, it, it, yeah, it really was. And I'm glad we were able to touch on certain subjects and talk about it from like our perspective and the beauty perspective of things. Um, and, you know, it's starting to get to a point where it's like I'm getting bored. So I, I'm trying to consume <laughs> as much content as possible. So like I, I it's really cool because people are starting to recognize the podcast and it's getting a lot of listens and um, I'm super proud. So I'm glad we're we're able to kind of get back into the swing of things for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, I think we learned a lot through season one. And what, I, what'd you I think, learn? What'd you learn? Well, I, I think looking back at the, uh, the very first few episodes, definitely yeah. we've had some improvements. We have, we have some audio upgrades. I think that. Oh we yeah. Are... This thing. We have a mic now. <laughs> we both have mics. Okay. Um, but also just, I think that, uh, yeah, I don't know. We, we've started planning season two, uh, I think we have some really interesting things to talk about. You know, today we really just want to kind of catch up what we've missed out on in the last yeah. three, four months uh, while we've been on break. Yeah. Um, so, you know, one thing we, we don't have a guest today, it's just going to be Jessica and I just kind of um, talking about, uh, yeah, what, what we feel like we've missed out on and what we think things are going to look like kind of coming up. Yeah, there's definitely been some interesting things that have happened so far. So um, one of the craziest things ever was Gorilla Glue Girl. And that's one yeah. of the first things we want to talk about because that was just who on earth. So <laughs> so uh, we want to talk about that. We're definitely we're going to talk about some kind of developments, I think, in like the social space. Clubhouse okay. has become a thing. We want to cover that. And then, you know, as the world, you know, I don't know how you feel, Jessica. I feel like I'm seeing the very, very small, just little pinpoint of light at the end of this super, super long tunnel that is COVID. Um, And so, you know, we're going to talk about what we think uh, that's going to look like as as we kind of come out of this on the other side. And um, to be honest, as we just learn how to deal with COVID, because from what I've read, it's not going away. We just have no. to learn how to kind of uh, work around it and and hopefully suppress it to the point that it doesn't become uh, such a global issue again. But um, yeah. yeah, so with that, let's take a quick break uh, and then we'll be right back. This episode of For the Love of Beauty is brought to you by wellestore.com. And Jessica, I have to ask you, do you know what is so great about Wellistore? 
Um, well, yeah, one thing I think is pretty cool is that it's open 24 hours. So. 24 hours a day, seven days seven. a week. Holidays. Jessica, when are beauty stores open? Like beauty supply stores. When you're at work. It's the Literally worst. when you're at work. They open yeah. at like 10 a.m. They close at 6 p.m. And you're double booked, no lunch no. from 8 stock. to 8. Yeah. yeah, out of stock. And and what can you do? So if you do just like a little bit of planning ahead, just, just you go online, you order everything that you need. You can get Wella Professional, Sebastian, Nioxin. You can get OPI. Uh, yeah, within can. a couple of days, everything shows up. You have what you need. You don't have to work around beauty store hours yep. anymore. Wellastore.com. Amazing. It'll change your life. Do change it. it. All right. We are back. Uh, so Jessica, we, we yeah. teased a little bit at the beginning, um, but Let's let's break this down. Let's talk a little bit about what happened with Gorilla Glue. Um, I will be honest. I tried really hard not to look at too many things about it because no? I felt bad. I felt bad for her, and and okay. and I I think it was one of those things that it was done in like she just did it on a whim. And then it had these massive consequences and kind of made her this just like meme. And I felt bad. I felt bad for her because there was a lot of misinformation going around about her and kind of her intentions from doing this. Um, But I think you looked at a lot more of kind of what was happening in the moment. So take us through that kind of just like what, what happened. Okay, so she ran out of a certain product, and I don't remember the exact name because mm-hmm. clearly I only use Wella products, right? <laughs> so um, I don't remember the exact name, but it had the name glue in it, okay? It did. and But it was a hair product specifically used to hold your hair in place. So I think it was like a hairspray or something like that. Yeah. And this is what she always used. Um, and then one day she like ran out of this specific product and in her house was this gorilla glue spray, which I had no idea that even existed. And I've used gorilla glue before, like instead of like nailing things, I'll use gorilla glue. Cause like, I have no idea what I'm doing. So I, I just know like the little stick, but this is an actual like aerosol spray. And she decided to use this on her hair mm. instead of the, hair product, which this Gorilla Glue is made for like, I mean, I told you, I just, I use it for nailing things. That's how like strong this stuff is. And like, I'm not a hardware person. So like, I can't really go into details of that, but I can go into details about hair product. and hair product is supposed to wash out of your hair yeah. with shampoo. Some not as easily as others, you know, you have to shampoo it a couple times, water, hot water, whatever. This girl could not get the Gorilla Glue out of her hair. It had been weeks that it yeah. was stuck. And then when she tapped on her head, you can hear it like it was hard. Yeah. So so uh, the the product, I think this was what happened, was the product she okay. was actually looking to use, I think it was uh, called Gorilla Snot, which is a very popular high hold Snot? product. Gorilla Snot, yeah. That's and a I only, product? Yeah, it is. Uh, a beautiful I, name. I only remember that though, because I have actually made uh, verbally that same mistake where I called it Gorilla Glue. And 
uh, and it was in a, just a small little group of people that uh, we were talking and someone was trying to come up with what I think again was the name Gorilla Snot. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, it's Gorilla Glue. And they looked at me and they're like, no, that's like an industrial adhesive. And I was like, oh, okay, I don't know what, I don't know yeah. what the product is then. And so that was my understanding is it was the name Gorilla that kind of confused her, which okay. that's I can't get mad at that. I've made the same mistake. Um, And so, you know, I talked a little bit about like, I was trying to avoid really consuming a lot about it because it so quickly became about, well, she's just trying to get money. She's just trying to do these things. She's, she hired a lawyer. And the thing is, is a lot of that misinformation was just that it was like, she never hired a lawyer. Uh, that that I mean, she publicly said she's never hired a lawyer. Uh, yeah, people she was were claiming sue. she said they because they said she was going to sue, and she's like, no, yeah, never yeah, she this. never had an interest in. Sue. She just wanted help because <laughs> she made a very what seemed at the time like a really minimal kind of harmless mistake, Sorry. and. Yeah. And and the thing that I understand about Gorilla Glue, and I don't know if it's. Uh, a, I don't know if this is true or if it's just the spray adhesive or like the, I didn't even know it came in different forms because uh, I think I'm even less probably like handy than you are when it comes to that kind of thing. Um, well, it, I like no, this bet took me like over 24 hours to build uh, because. Oh, I get it. No. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so terrible. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I, my understanding is it actually like continues to cure over time. So it, oh. like it was actually getting harder and harder and harder. I didn't know the that. That she couldn't get it out of her hair. So again, I don't know if that's actually true, but that's what people were saying about Gorilla Glue, the product. Is that's what's so that's great about it? Is it just like cures and cures and cures? And so it was getting more and more difficult to remove and more painful to remove because, you know, she's going to the ER, she's doing all these things. Um, And, you know, there were, when she was flown, I believe to, to LA um, Mm -hmm. to have a a plastic surgeon take care of the issue for her. Yeah. Yeah. In Beverly Hills. Uh, People, again, she sparked controversy because she posted what was essentially a sponsored ad for a car company because while she was in LA and needed to get around, they said, Hey, we'll give you a rental if you post about it. And so then people Who wouldn't took... do that. Well, right. I mean, yeah, right? it's, it's, like, it's again, she just wanted some help. And so she posted the picture, whatever. And people then were like, Oh, well, she collected all of this money and you know now she went and put and this was the thing and i can't remember where she's from but they were like well she was in la and put money down on a uh i don't even know the name i i don't know anything about cars but she put money down on some expensive car and the logic of why would she fly to los angeles to put money down on a car that she can purchase back home like it doesn't and so it it started honestly in my opinion started rooting in a lot of anti-blackness of like there was this young black woman who made a mistake and you know then she was just kind of put out there for everyone like to make fun of and whatever and Uh, it, it was it was hard to it was, it was hard to watch. I didn't love it. Um, I was very happy to see that someone helped her. And, and you know, honestly, as soon as it kind of got out of her hair, it seems to have, I'm sure she's still living with that every day and people yeah. are still kind of using that, but yeah. it's not mainstream news every day. Yeah. And the doctor that actually performed it 
did it free of charge. It was like a donation, Absolutely. you know, and she, it was a $12,000 yeah. procedure that he actually did. And yeah. uh, he did it without charging her. Thank God, because honestly, that is just, it was really sweet of him. It was a nice thing. It was mm-hmm. a nice gesture, but kind of like you said, like, like what you just said, like the bullying is so outrageous now and the trolls and people like hide behind their phone, hide behind their screen and they say whatever they want. And they don't realize like the person on the other end, like you don't know what they're going through. You don't know how it's affecting them. You know, did they have a bad day? You don't know what that one little comment took you two seconds that you don't think about twice what that did to this person. I felt bad for her. Cause I, I did, I did look at some of the things that were said and it was just really mean, but one of the cool things. So another thing that came out of this, which I, I, I really love. So, you know, people will always have negative things to say. And it's really sad because, you know, I did do some research because I knew we were going to be talking about it today. And you have to kind of dig through to find the positivity on this story because there's a lot of negative um, and it's really sad. But she was able to raise she started a GoFundMe and she was able to raise twenty four thousand dollars. Um, which is amazing. And she donated it. She donated it to a really great charity and organization. And because of that, they got, um, she got, she was able to get her teeth done. So she got like all these new teeth. (laughs) She, She looks beautiful. She got a bag, a new, like really nice expensive bag, like, and she took that money and she donated it. So kudos to you, girl. Like, honestly. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because that was one of the things that bothered me about the story most is that's where people were like, well, look at the GoFundMe. Like she asked for X amount of money, but she raised this and she's, yeah, Yeah. she's just doing it for money. And I was like, who in their right mind? And and that's where it just goes back to the logic of like, well, look, she's in LA buying cars. Why would she, it just, none of it makes any sense. Like just think critically for a second about what you're saying and what, what's going on. And, and I think that, yeah, I had heard uh, she donated a, a most of the money. I think she yeah. kept what she originally had asked for yeah. Um, and then donated the, the giant surplus of it. And yeah, I, I think yeah, that right. that yeah. was, that was great. And I'm glad that she did it, but also if she hadn't, no one forced anybody to give her money. Like did you not have to do that. Well, but also just like, yeah, no one and no one had no to hear you're saying like no one had yeah, to give yeah, her no money one had to give her either. money. Yeah. So people gave her money knowing she was going through a hard time. Who cares what she did with it? If I donate money to someone because or, or just give money to someone because they need it in the moment, yeah. whatever. I don't care what yeah. you do with it. Like I just don't understand this mentality. Like if it does not affect your life, this does not affect you, what she does with the money, which yeah. why do you say anything? Like what? is this that is happening? I know like this is nothing to do with what we're talking about, but like what is actually happening in the world that people feel like they can say whatever they want to people that it it has no effect on their, like, I just. Yeah. Well, speaking of of people talking uh, and and kind of just saying whatever they want. Nice segue. uh, (laughs) Clubhouse uh, is is a new social app that, I, from what I've gathered, it's kind of like live podcasting. Is that kind of? I yeah, honestly. Because it's okay, live streaming, so, but you're not on video. No, and you just okay. listen to people talk. It's like AM radio, right? And you get. But the cool thing is, you get, oh, remember that so. back in the day? Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're dating ourselves there. But you know what? It's like AM radio, but you get to choose what genre you want to listen to, and mm. it's invite only, which. Mm-hmm. 
I am not a huge proponent of because yeah. I feel like if you're on this clubhouse app and you're just talking about things that are interesting to you that you know about, you may be an expert in, that's really what it's about. It gives you that mm-hmm. platform and people can tune in. And why shouldn't that information be available to everybody? I just, ugh. yeah. So you've, because we've talked about this, you've yeah. spent some time on clubhouse. I have outly out just rejected it. I don't want to be on it. I've had offers of invitations. I oh, say, you no, thank did you. get offered invitations. Oh no, I've been offered invitations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just had no interest in, in, yeah. Cause when I, when I kind of talk about my attitude toward clubhouse, I think there's a lot of people who think like, oh, well you just, you're not on there. And that's what it's just like, no, I've had the opportunity to get on. Yeah. I have no interest in it. I was actually listening to a podcast uh, last night while I was cooking dinner that uh, they were talking a little bit about, clubhouse and uh it was actually jamie kennedy the actor that was talking about it it. and he was like it people talk for hours and hours and just five six hours like they just talk for so long who has that much to say and people listen and well i don't know if they're listening the whole time but i see a lot of kind of crossover because i see a lot of people promoting their talks on clubhouse and whatever like on instagram and you know there's the whole like instagram is dying thing of people think that we're going to move away from instagram really soon um but you know i have similar feelings on the sort of exclusivity of it because i think what clubhouse what I got from Clubhouse in the very, very beginning was like, hey, you suddenly have access to all of these people you would have never had access to before, oh, which is amazing because I, that yeah. is the idea of yeah. inclusivity of like, yeah. hey, we're finally going to be able to really broadcast messages mm-hmm. and helpful information and expertise to people who would normally not get it. Yeah. But it's only on Apple or it's only on iOS. Uh-huh. And you have to be invited. <laughs> and so at first, rude. I thought it was that you only have to be invited for like the launch. And I was like, okay, that's an interesting way to go about it. Okay. It's actually a really common thing um, with companies and like Facebook groups right now where yeah. they are doing invite only community groups and then they kind of grow from there. It's, it's yeah. great. I'm in a few, yeah. I'm in one for a designer I love and then like a meal planning app that I really like. Yeah. Um, and it's great. You're with a community of like-minded people. And, but then the idea is you want to keep growing that community, whereas Clubhouse wants to continue to grow it so slowly. And this is where I have the issue with beauty. Yeah. Is I think the people that, especially beauty executives think that they're talking to are not there because they don't have access to the app because they don't know someone who knows someone who knows, you know, they're not in that kind of chain of, of networking to be able to get them onto the app. So then my thing is, is like, well, then who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? You're talking to each other. You're just. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just the cool people. No, Uh, honestly, like who are you talking to? And, and, and I remember I'm not single right now, but when I was single, I tried to go on one of these stupid inclusive mm. dating apps we and I got rejected this, and I was like yeah. ew so rude you know what it's your loss you know that's what I think yeah. and that's how we should look at it <laughs> you know I know that Clubhouse recently had um Kanye West talking to Elon Musk and I 
thought, well, just lay me out to pasture and take me out of my misery. If I ever have to listen to those two people talk for longer to each other. <laughs> I mean, Lila Musk is so incredibly smart and half the things he says go straight over my head. Kanye West is so insane and psychotic. I don't care if this is controversial. I don't care. He's nuts. And if anyone can actually follow what that man says, well, then you're crazy too, because that is just insane. So the two of them talking on Clubhouse, who would ever, I mean, that's what we, yeah. that's what you can listen to on Clubhouse, which is really great. I mean. Yeah. But I think it's also, it, it is a lot, because I see a lot of beauty people on there, but it is a lot of beauty executives that didn't yeah. necessarily kind of work their way up through beauty. They've, Ooh. you know, kind of been hired into sure. beauty and maybe don't, uh, haven't lived and breathed the, 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 industry like a lot of us who have come up have and and that's where my issue really lies is like so I guess my thing is is if on the on the chance some beauty executive is listening to this use this as an opportunity to expand who your circle is and don't give these invites to your friends and people that you know they're going to get them if you're friends with a beauty executive, you're going to get an invite sooner than later. Yeah. But yeah. I think that there are a lot of people who would really benefit and want really great, like, uh, uh, I, I, illustrious is the word that's coming to mind. I don't think it's cr- right, but just to make money in beauty and like have that be your career, like use this as an opportunity to, to leverage that for them. Yeah. And the, I've recently in the last like year have kind of come to the conclusion that people who say everyone has the same opportunities are also people who will, they'll be one of the first to tell you that life isn't fair. And those are like such conflicting ideas. Clubhouse is the app version of that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Of like, everyone has the same opportunities, but if you don't get invited, that's too bad for you. Life's not fair. And, and that's, that's my major issue with it is just that like, don't, don't, the marketing I've seen around it has been kind of around that idea of inclusivity, but you can't have an exclusive invitation process to get there then like that doesn't make sense no it it makes me think you know do you remember I mean this is definitely dating even more but dating ourselves even more but when Facebook you could not get onto Mm -hmm. Facebook unless you were part of a college unless you were in college a certain college too yes and I right after high school I went to, to hair school like I went straight to cosmetology school so I couldn't get on this cool new like Facebook I was stuck on MySpace and like I just was like I was anti because Cause I was like, that's so unfair because I didn't go to college and I don't have the same privilege to kind of go and, you know, learn or, or meet new people. And it was like more of a networking type of a situation than it is mm-hmm. now. Now it's just, ugh. but <laughs> I feel like that kind of made me like anti as well. Like, so you're a bit anti clubhouse because of this. And I, I get it. I, 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 yeah. I mean, listen, I love pot. I love learning and I love learning about things that are outside of the beauty industry. Um, I think it's really important to kind of learn different facets of all Mm -hmm. different industries. And, you know, um, I've been in this industry like you for over 20 years. Like I was an assistant when I was 14, 15 years old. That was my first job. So like I've, I've lived and breathed this industry. So it's funny because a lot of CEOs and execs are on this, this clubhouse app. And do you think they, and they're talking about beauty, which is funny because mm-hmm. they're 
quite new to the industry. And it's like, you know, and yet we're sitting here like, oh, actually I, I worked behind the chair. Like I can tell you what me and all my friends at the salon, because when you're working in a salon, you're real close. And I yeah. could tell you what we all wanted and, and what we were looking for and products, brands, all these different things. And, but Hey, you know, yeah. Congrats on your new job. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, so, so we talked a little bit about this and, and, you know, I don't, I'm kind of hoping in season two, you know, season one, we did a lot of COVID episodes. I think we did like two, but that's still, it was a lot. Um, And it feels like that's all we're kind of getting is, is COVID. And now we're starting to see it reflected in TV shows. Like I love Superstore and Superstore has worked it into their soup. It's uh, that that an anime. It's no Michael is into just, anime. And if you I'm didn't not know. into, oh, Sailor, because oh, oh, oh. I said you Sailor Moon gives a lot. Yeah. Well, does and anyone we'll know what that, that means? No. Okay. Yes, everyone knows. Sailor, Sailor Moon gives? Sailor Moon gifts. Gifts? Get, like, gifs. Okay. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's not anime. It's an NBC sitcom. It's really good. It's called what? But Superstore. Okay. What do they do? It's not, I don't know. I watch Housewives. Like it's not a reality show. No, no. It's, it's like a kind of like a Walmart type store, a Costco type store. And they, it's just about the, the people that work there. This is, has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. Is it a reality show though? No. Okay. Okay. All right. right. Okay. It's a sitcom. Love a good sitcom. I'm so glad we don't have a guest. I don't think Um, we've talked in a while. So there's lots of So anyway, people are saying though, like, don't give me COVID content. Like we're, we're living it. We're, we're, I, we're hopefully not breathing it, but you know, we're immersed in it. And, (laughs) um, you know, LA is starting to get a little bit better where we both live. Um, but you know, obviously we're still working from home. We're not, uh, able to do even, you know, smaller production thing, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like we're still mostly home-based and, and, Things are getting a lot better, but we also know we just had a holiday this week. So I personally yeah. do expect to see a bit of a rise uh, by yeah. the end of the month. But, yeah. um, you know, hopefully it gets it keeps getting better because January was terrifying. Brutal. Brutal. Um, I don't think I left my house. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I still don't really, but um, yeah, yeah, which is sad because I live in a really walkable, like great little neighborhood. But um, yeah, anyway, uh so, you know, we're seeing the light to the end of this tunnel. Yeah. And uh, yes. so that made us start wondering like, okay, so what's beyond COVID? Like what, and, and because we kind of know that this is the first kind of global pandemic most of us have lived through. There are people that did live through uh, the Spanish flu in 1918, but yeah. um, not a lot of us, obviously. And so for the for a lot of us, this is a collective sort of new experience. Yeah. So we don't have a lot of things to pull from because even though, yes, the Spanish flu happened in kind of modern recent history, that was still over a hundred years ago. And if you think of how every industry has evolved in the last hundred years, yeah. like what happened in 1918 is going to be really different from what happens today. So oh. Totally. Is it though? But is it going to be that different? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I did a little bit of research and 
people are predicting we might have this sort of resurgence of like a roaring twenties. Um, I love it because people are, are just kind of trapped in their house. They're ready to go out. They're ready to, to party. Um, I know you and I are both kind of like, I don't know. I like being home and I like wearing sweatpants. (laughs) Yeah. And, and so, but I also, I like going to the bar. Like I do miss going to West Hollywood and actually my favorite bar in West Hollywood closed, unfortunately, because of the pandemic. No. Um, yeah. Oh, it, uh, Flaming Saddles. Yeah. Closed. It's just a really fun bar. Okay. Oh, no, fun. I mean, <clears throat> if anything, I just, I love, cause I'm from, I'm from the East. I'm from New Jersey and I worked in New York for m- most of mm-hmm. my career. So you know, eating by yourself and drinking by yourself was like, not really like a problem. So like, Mm. I mean, happy hour, I loved a happy hour and the bars are packed with people. And like, you know, it was just, it was so fun. And I missed that. I mean, I, I mean, in my early twenties, like get me into a club at 11 o'clock at night, I'll dance till four in the morning. Like that's cool. But like, I'm old now. And I'm like, the thought of that (laughs) is like, makes me tired, but I'm thinking I can't wait to get to a bar, to be able to talk to people, to see their face. I mean, I can see there being, this is what I think it does. And I, and I think through this whole process, at least for myself, I've really recognized like what's actually important Mm. um, and the things that don't matter as much, Um, you know, materialistic things. I just don't think are as important, like buying bags, where are you bringing your bag to that this $3,000 bag, things like that. Like, which I've learned to appreciate and really just love my time with the people that are close to me. And I am looking forward to enjoying that outside of the room. One of the things I will say is I do miss uh, getting, I I miss getting like dressed for things because obviously for the podcast, this is not what I would normally wear working from home. I wear, uh, I have like literally like 20 uh, of the same black t-shirt yeah, and you don't. I, I'm not surprised, but go ahead. Yeah. Oh, because even when we did work in the office, that was kind of the base to every outfit. Yeah. It was like black, long black t shirt and then some sort of something over it or a sweatshirt or whatever. Sure. And the pants. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> Ponchos. I, yeah, whatever. Flowy. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so I, uh, I do kind of miss getting dressed for things because even when we're doing bigger presentations or, or uh, yeah. the podcast, like I'm still, I'm wearing sweatpants. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to oh, pretend completely. like I got fully dressed. No. Um, I mean, this and- is the first time I've done my hair and my makeup in over a week. Yeah. Yeah. Makeup, <laughs> just, makeup just sits different. And I know the ladies can attest like makeup sits different when you haven't worn it every day, but just saying, but yes, I, I yeah. agree. I do miss dressing up because feeling cute is cute. Yeah. And just seeing people like I, I, I'm excited for, you know, one day, hopefully when we actually do the podcast in person together, because I think the dynamic will be really different because we have not seen each other in, we saw each other last summer uh, for protesting in Calabasas. And that was the last time, like we we haven't seen each other since. Yeah. You know what? I'm not really too upset about what's going to happen though. Like as a woman, it is, Mm obligatory for us to greet men mm-hmm. with like a kiss on the cheek as a man it's a little bit more expected to shake their hand you don't hug another male like that's just when you haven't seen them in a while and for women it's like 
oh, like, oh, hi, how you doing? And it's, I hate doing that. Like, I don't want to touch you like that. And I feel like <laughs> that is going yeah. to be something great. Yeah, I, I'm not a huggy person. No, um, you're not. You're not. I'm not. But but a lot of people are. And so you. I will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, um, you know, a lot of people are. And so I try to, to respect that's how it's kind of, you're right. It's expected, I think, by Americans generally yeah. to be more extroverted and a little bit more yeah. physical. And not that I'm not, I mean, I'm born and raised in Michigan. Like I'm not, I'm not, and you know, my family is very American. It's just not who I am. I kind of yeah. prefer to keep to myself and not yeah. really touch other people too much. Yeah. Um, you know, I know some people like on our team that we work on have talked about handshakes. Like they don't, they are looking forward to handshakes going away. And I think as, uh, and I don't think a lot about this, but as I've gotten older, I've kind of realized that growing up as a, a queer person really sort of masculine like or or like yeah more masculine types of greetings like handshakes or fist bumps or whatever make me really uncomfortable because I have this like internal panic because I don't know how to handle them oh okay. and even more so now because in my social circle outside of work is mostly other queer people to the point that okay. I kind of forget uh, like when I'm just walking around in life, I just kind of assume everyone is queer. And then I have to remind myself, most people are not. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. So when you go to greet your friends that are queer, how do you yeah. greet them if you haven't seen them in a while? We hug. Even oh, if okay. we have seen each other, we hug. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. We hug all the time. Uh, and I don't, but again, I don't love hugging, but I'm, I'm hugging them because that's the expectation. Um, okay. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, we hug, we hug everybody, but. Okay. I, I don't know how much of that is because we're queer and how much of that is because like, that's just how people greet each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I do think post pandemic, it will be really, really interesting because I think there are people dying for hugs. And I think I that agree. there are people who just cannot wait. And again, if it's safe or I indulge that, of course, I, I'm not, I, I don't want to be rude about it, but because there are people who have been alone a lot yes. of the pandemic. I lived alone for yeah. six, seven months of it. Me too. I lived alone. Yeah, for that's a while right. Too. Yeah. My fear with the hug thing, and yeah, I get it. Like people probably they do want to hug and stuff. My fear is like, don't let it be a long hug. Like I understand like, <laughs> maybe haven't hugged for a while, but like make it quick. Like you don't need to hold me in embrace unless yeah. I say to you, can you please hold me in embrace? <laughs> but like, <laughs> like, but that is also something, but I understand what you're saying. Like, I think the greetings and the goodbyes are going to change a bit. And I'm really kind of okay with that. I, I'm curious to see where that goes actually. Yeah. You know, actually it's funny. I, one of uh, a friend of mine owns a, a gym um, out somewhere. I'm not going to say where, but they've been open this whole time. And they just oh, like shut yeah. the doors and the, the shades and like they've stayed open and they're just waiting for a fine, I guess. But they've kept because if they had not opened, if they had not stayed opened, yeah. they would have shut down and they would have lost all their money. Yeah. These, you know, I I have I wouldn't even call them friends. I have acquaintances who are trainers or just so yeah. into fitness that um, we that uh it's just part so part of their life that they that they're really into that network of people and one of the things that i've noticed is they have been consistently working out at gyms and i messaged a couple of them to be like hey how's this work like you're just going in like on the gl and they're yeah. like yeah that's 
pretty much it. And it, it does suck because I do love working out. And when I first moved to LA, it was hard because I actually didn't have a car. I, I took public yeah. transit everywhere, which is great. I'm, I'm actually very anti-car and think cars are bad yeah. and dangerous. Yeah. It's a different topic for a different time. <laughs> but, um, but I couldn't, I had a hard time because I would have to go work out, you know, I literally like three, four in the morning because I had to get yeah. on the bus so early to get to the office because I don't live close to where we work because yeah. I like living somewhere that's kind of fun and where we work is not super like the area is no, super it's, fun. It's news fest, um, yeah. And so anyway, we, uh, yeah, it, it's hard because even like our gym just opened and uh, it's like eight to six, it's like during a work day. And I'm like, I can't, and just cause they want to clean during the day, like between each session, which is great. But like, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Things are definitely going to change just what it is and what that looks like. I have no idea, but if it's to like underground, you know, underground bars and stuff like that, I'm not going to say I, I would partake in it, but I'm not going to say that I wouldn't partake (laughs) in it. (laughs) All right. So Jessica, we're coming to the end. Uh, Every episode we do a moment of beauty. uh, Mm -hmm. And this is just where we talk a little bit about, I wouldn't even say something this beautiful. Maybe somebody just makes us happy. Mostly yeah, because just do a moment of happiness. The, <laughs> the last few episodes. And that's what I've been doing. It's just things that make me happy. So I'll go first. Uh, okay. I uh, recently, and I'm sure everyone else knows about this, but I recently discovered a an entire website dedicated to hot sauce. And I love hot sauce and I love hot chicken. Like my Instagram feed right now is literally just LA hot chicken place after LA hot chicken place. And it's oh. the best it's ever been. Wow. Um, do, you, every... you, do you record yourself eating the chicken and giving a review? Cause no, I think you should. <laughs> well, okay. so here's the thing. There is one really close to us that we kept ordering extra hot and it, we were like, this is not hot. And then we, the last time we ordered extra hot, though, they actually gave us extra hot. And both my husband and I, and my husband can handle a lot of spice. Yeah. We both were like dying, but it was so good. How is that good? I don't um, know. I'm not. Because hot... it still tastes like. So, so if it's just spicy, it it's just heat and no Does flavor, it... it's bad. But if there's actually like complex flavor behind the spice, it's really, really good. So that's what these hot sauces are. So the website is Heatonist, which is like Heatonist. Um, Heatonist. But it's uh, actually the, I think the company that produces hot ones, which is a web, okay. uh, web show that interviews celebrities while they're eating uh progressively hotter wings i've seen and this that's where yeah, you found yeah, yeah. it that's where you saw it it's their website that okay. sells not only those hot sauces but a bunch of others so i oh, actually cool. signed up for a subscription <laughs> that i get three new bottles every month and uh so in the last that's week because so i ordered impressive. some replenishment and a couple to try and then i started the subscription so in the last yeah. week seven bottles have shown up and my husband is very annoyed with me and claiming we do not need so much hot sauce you don't he was debatable okay. and uh so we'll see we're still working it out i had to come in and record the podcast we couldn't keep talking about it this just um, happened. Oh, <laughs> literally okay. today we got the ship <laughs> Okay, this is fresh. <laughs> Got it. But the hot sauces, if you're into hot sauces, Heatonist, amazing, huge variety. He can probably hear me plugging this right now. He's oh going to kill me hysterical. what I've done. So, yeah, Jessica, he is. What's your... like you're ridiculous. Um, <laughs> what's wait, your what's, your, um, what's your Instagram handle again? Just say it so people can follow Yeah, yeah, michael.longstagram. Longstagram. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah, um, all right, so my... 
Oh yeah, you put it in the description stuff. Yeah. Um, my moment of beauty is, uh, I was very much. I watched the the Queen's Gambit in like a day Mm. and a half, and I was like, oh, I I knew chess when I was a kid, which was really cool. And so I bought this like elaborate marble chess set and I play chess almost every day, my boyfriend and I, and I just like destroy him. And I get such (laughs) satisfaction in just destroying him. Like just all like 90% of the time I'm winning. So I've been super into chess and um, I'm just like, almost like a ch- chess master. So, you know, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm not a, I'm just really good at beating him up. <laughs> so I'm really into chess. That's become a hobby. So you're into hot sauce. I'm into chess. We yeah. um, definitely need restaurants and bars to open quicker than we thought, because this is what we're doing in our spare time. <laughs> yeah. I was challenged today on how, how hot sauce is a hobby, uh, which is fair. I, and I've had time to think and formulate a response. So I'm ready for that. Uh, when we're done recording and we can get back into uh, what we're going to do about this hot sauce situation we have in my house. Oh, good luck. Um, May the force be good. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, Jessica, I, this was such a great episode. It's so yeah. fun to just kind of just have the two of us once in a while. Yeah. Um, but we are already working on more great episodes. We are so excited yeah. for season two. So if you like this podcast, please uh, share, um, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. There's yep. the video version on YouTube uh, at Wella Education, and then uh, follow Wella Education Instagram. That's where that's mainly where we update and where you'll find uh, new episodes. So, yes. thank you everyone. Thank you, Jessica. Thank and you. We will see you next time. Bye.